uh, look at a woman, a woman in the New Testament by the name of Lydia. And so our subject today is going to be Lydia, a woman who was diligent in business. Can you say that with me? Lydia, a woman that was diligent in business. I want to know, do we have any business women? Any entrepreneurs, any 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 uh, uh, business women, amen. Whether current or future, in the house, amen. Hallelujah! I see some hands going up, amen. There's some of you, all right, all right, all right. I believe Lydia, uh, uh, and as we examine uh, uh, what the Bible has to say about Lydia, I believe Lydia is going to be uh, an encouragement. Uh, to uh, the women in the house today. Hallelujah. Lydia, a woman who was diligent in business. Uh, let's go to uh, the scripture. Amen. We're going to be in Acts, the 16th chapter, and uh, we're going to start at the 6th verse. Acts, the 16th chapter, beginning at the 6th verse, it says, Now when they had gone through Phrygia, and the region of Galatia. They were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. And after they had come to Mycenae, they tried to go into Blithnia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So passing by Mycenae, they came down to Troas. Uh, it's interesting. Who, who, who is this uh, text is talking about? Uh, it's talking about uh, the Apostle Paul. And uh, with him is Silas and Timothy. And uh, also uh, we uh, 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 can glean from the context that uh, Luke, the author of Acts, was with them as well. And uh, it's interesting that uh, as they were uh, traveling on what was called a, a, a missionary journey to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ into uh, regions and cities that had not uh, been opened up and had heard the gospel. Uh, it's interesting that as they were attempting, the, and, and, and the area that they were in was the area of, 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 of the world called Asia Minor. Uh, for us today, if we would want to locate Asia Minor uh, on a modern map today, uh, they were operating in the area of Turkey. You all heard of the nation of Turkey, a country called Turkey. They were operating there in that area. And uh, it's interesting, as they were uh, uh, attempting to uh, 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 reach out and, and spread the gospel, uh, we noticed that... Uh, the Holy Spirit was directing them not only where to go, but where not to go. I wonder, have any of us, amen, uh, are, are, are we in uh, such a relationship with God where God uh, can direct us not only where to go, but where not to go? Amen. I, I, I believe that uh, 
we'd be we'd be in a lot better shape if we gave the Holy Spirit permission and Amen. We acknowledged him in all our ways. So uh, it says uh, uh, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit. And so passing by Mycenae, they came down uh, to Troas. Verse 9. Verse 9 said, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him. Saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. Now after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia. Concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. Now in the vision, Paul uh, sees a man that he recognizes as a Macedonian. And the man says, come over to Macedonia and help us. Uh, when, when the man is in, in the vision is saying, come over, uh, uh, the come over means uh, to get to Macedonia from where Paul was, they had to cross over, amen, the sea. It was going to take a boat ride to get there. Come over and help us. What type of help, amen? Well, uh, it was spiritual help, amen. Uh, their job was to, was to take the gospel to all the world. And uh, so after that vision, after being blocked by the Holy Spirit, and the Bible doesn't actually tell uh, uh, how it is that they knew uh, the Holy Spirit didn't want them to go certain places. And, and, and one of the things that I gather from that is that uh, now those places that the Holy Spirit blocked them from going this time, on other missionary journeys that Paul took, uh, he was able to go to those places and preach the gospel. And so uh, what, I, what, 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 I, what I glean from that, and we're going to get to Lydia in a minute, but what I glean from that is uh, sometimes not now does not mean never. Anybody listening to me? Not now does not always mean never. So if you heard what I said, there were places that they wanted to go to spread the gospel in Asia that the Holy Spirit said, no, not now. There were cities that they wanted to preach the gospel in, the Holy Spirit said, no, not now. You know, uh, every open door is not an opportune door. Anybody listening to me? I say every open door is not an opportune door. And, 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 and yet, uh, uh, no did not mean never. As I said, because in subsequent missionary journeys, they got the opportunity. Uh, one of the areas that Paul wanted to go to was Ephesus. He wanted to go to Ephesus, and, and, and the Holy Spirit forbid him to go to Ephesus at that point. But later on, amen, he was able to go and preach the gospel at Ephesus, and church was established there. You all still with me? Hallelujah. So verse 11 says, therefore sailing from Choraz, we ran a straight course to Samothrace. And the next day came to Nicopolis when they, uh, on their journey as they uh, went to Samothrace, uh, uh, they had to, there was no port at Samothrace. Uh, but they anchored there 
and uh, uh, anchored there and spent the night there. And then the next day they continued their uh, journey uh, on the way to Macedonia and they came to Nicopolis or Nepalus. Amen. Verse 12 said, and from there to Philippi, which was the foremost city of that part of Macedonia, a colony. And we were staying in that city for some days. Now, what's interesting, uh, up until this time, the gospel has stayed in the, in, in the east. Jesus was born in Jerusalem. Uh, the gospel was preached in that area. It's in uh, the area of the Middle East. When Paul saw the vision of a man saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. Going over to Macedonia was uh, the entrance to the European nations. In other words, this was, this was going to be the first time that the gospel is going to be preached in Europe. You all listening to me? It's coming to the West. And so he says there, uh, and from Philippi, which was the foremost city of that part of Macedonia, colony, uh, we were staying in this city for some days. And on the Sabbath day, we went out of the city to the riverside where prayer was customarily made. And we sat down and spoke to the women who met there. Here, as was Paul's custom, uh, what he would do when he would come to a, uh, a new city uh, in order to share the gospel, he would look for uh, a place where the Jews gathered. And, and in most cities, where if there were 10 families of Jews, uh, 10 heads of households of Jews, they would have a synagogue. They would organize a synagogue. What we find here in, in, in Philippi, though, is that uh, there weren't ten heads of households. There was not an active synagogue in Philippi. Now, uh, I did a little digging in history, and uh, what I found out was that during this time, uh, there was a persecution against Jews going on in Rome, and Philippi uh, was kind of, uh, it, it was a Roman colony, and so what they did in Rome, uh, they imitated what they did in Rome in Philippi. And with the persecution of the Jews, uh, what the Roman emperor had done, he had, uh, 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 they had made the Jewish men, they made them get out of town. They ran them off. Y'all listening to me? They ran them off. Out of, they, they kicked them out of Rome, a lot of the Jewish men. And so uh, uh, by the same token, the same thing happened in Philippi. And, and, and so there was a lack. Oh, listen to me, women. There was a lack of male representation in the city of Philippi of Jewish men. And so therefore, there was not enough for them to have a synagogue. And... Uh, Paul, as was his custom, 
when he would come to preach the gospel, he would look first and would start at a synagogue, if, it was, if there was one, and then later on, you know, he would move. Well, in Philippi, there was no synagogue. So what does Paul do? On the Sabbath day, that's when they met in the synagogue. On the Sabbath day, Paul knew that if there's no synagogue in the city, uh, if I go by where there's a river, if there are any God-fearers in the region, they'll be gathered by the river on the Sabbath to pray. And so that's what, amen, Paul and his company, they, they, they go by the river seeking out to find out, are there any God-fearers? Any people that acknowledge God? You all with me? So it says, verse 13, on the Sabbath day, they went out from the city to the riverside where prayer was customarily made. And we sat down and spoke to the women who we met there. No, seemed like it's no different today than it was then. The uh, predominantly uh, uh, the ones who are going to be at prayer are predominantly the women. Anybody listening to them? And yet, when Paul and his company come to the riverside looking for God-fearers, they find a small group of women. And Paul Amen. Takes the opportunity to share the gospel with the women that are there. Hallelujah. Verse 14. Now a certain woman named Lydia heard us. And she was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshiped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. A certain woman. A certain woman by the name of Lydia. That's what we want to talk about on today. A seller of purple. Now that doesn't mean uh, a whole lot to us today. So we need to kind of get into the background uh, of, of, of what it meant for Lydia to be a seller of purple. And what that signified. Uh, you see, uh, purple was a dye that uh, they uh, had learned in, in, in that part of uh, the world, the, the city that she came from, Thyatira. Uh, that city was renowned for the dye that, was, that, that, that they were able to, to, to make. And it was a, 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 a color of purple that they were able to dye that was very expensive. We don't have a clue of what we're talking about. Amen. I got purple in, some of y'all can't see it, but I got some purple on today. I'm looking out on it. Amen. Let's see amen, if, if anybody else got some purple on. Uh, we don't have a clue what they're talking about. The way that they used to, in order to get purple dye. They extracted it from mullahs, kind of like clams. Anybody listening to me? They, they had to gather these mullahs, these clams, out of the Asiatic Sea. And in order to get 
a, a, almost a, a gram, and a gram is a small amount, in order to get almost a gram of that purple dye that they would distill from those clams, it almost took 6,000 clams. Anybody listening to them? In other words, it was not easy to get purple dye in order to die. And, and, and because of it, uh, because of it, it was so uh, uh, rare and expensive to produce, only the wealthiest and the, and the royals, amen, would be able to wear purple. And, 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 you know, we think in a whole thing, amen, sometimes all they had were sashes that were purple, amen, scarves and headdressings that were purple. It took a lot of clams to get purple dye. And it was very, very, very expensive. And Lydia was a seller of purple. She was an entrepreneur. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. She dealt in an industry and she was well known as a seller of purple and she was wealthy. She was wealthy. Hallelujah. Now a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshipped God. Lydia was a God worshiper. Uh, there was a synagogue in Thyatira. She had been exposed to the Old Testament. She had been exposed to the God of Abraham. And Lydia was a God worshiper. She had not fully embraced, or had been fully embraced as a Jewish proselyte, was one who, uh, uh, but, but, but she was a worshiper of God. She was a spiritual woman. And you know, uh, uh, we live in a day and time in which uh, there are people that are not saved. There are women, many times, that are not saved, but they're spiritual. And they'll tell you, oh, I, I'm, I'm not into religion, I don't, I don't belong to a church, but, but, but I am spiritual. Amen. Lydia was spiritual enough and a, and a God worshiper enough that uh, on the Sabbath day she kept the tradition of prayer by the river on the Sabbath day. But I want you to notice what happened when Paul and uh, those that were uh, with him uh, began to share the gospel message. Uh, the Bible said the Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. You know, a lot of times we, we, we struggle to try to witness and get folks saved and so forth. But you know what? Uh, uh, 
All we, all, all we can do is plant. Another might water, but it is God that gives the increase. And, and, and so what happens uh, in this instant, amen, when Paul begins to share the gospel with Lydia, uh, Luke records it, the Lord opened up her heart. The Lord opened up her heart. Do you know what, amen, we're wasting our time if God don't open up their hearts. That's why uh, I say when, you know, when we're trying to witness and, and, and trying to connect and so forth, we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. We need to be sensitive to the leading of God. Sometimes we're trying to force feed folk and it don't work. Amen. But it was the Lord that opened up her heart to heed the things that Paul was saying. Hallelujah. Verse 15. And, and, and so not only did the Lord open up her heart and she received, amen, uh, the good news of salvation, amen, but uh, in verse 15 it says, and when she and her household were baptized, amen, she didn't just hear it, she reacted to it, amen, she was baptized. Amen. She gave a public uh, 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 profession of her, her faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, when I talk about Lydia, uh, uh, Lydia uh, is a prominent woman. Lydia is a woman of substance. Lydia is a successful businesswoman. You know what? Sometimes... Uh, 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 we have an inferiority complex where we uh, think that big shots don't need the gospel. Right. Amen. Folk that got money don't need the gospel. Amen. Folk that have position and power don't need the gospel. Amen. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Hallelujah. So not only did God open her heart, but Lydia used her influence with her family and, and, and the servants in her house. And, 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 and what God did, you know, when, 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 when God, you know, God will use some people uh, as, I, I, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, They'll be the key person. That, that when God touches their life, it's a ripple effect. And many lives are going to be blessed. And so Lydia was one of those individuals, amen, uh, uh, she was capable, she was, amen, uh, diligent, she was business-minded, and, and, and successful. And had influence over those in her household to the point that when she came to Christ, they followed her. Hallelujah. And I want you to notice what, amen, Lydia says to Paul. She says to Paul there in the latter part of that 15th verse, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord. Come to my house and stay. 
Now Paul got an entourage of at least four men. And here's Lydia, a Gentile, that's come to Christ. And, uh, you know, Luke mentioned she's a seller of purple. She's got a big house. You know, sometimes we think folk that, uh, 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 you know, we get this mindset that everybody that served the Lord and what have you, there's some folk that serve the Lord that have big houses. Y'all hear me? Amen. Lydia had a big house with servants and, and, and room and, and, and space. And, 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 and after she had gotten saved, she had a heart to help. My God. Amen. There's some folk we know of substance. There's some folk that we, and, and, and some of us, we're afraid to share the gospel with them. Amen. We're, we're afraid to share our testimony with them. Amen. And, and the other thing that I notice here, uh, you remember I talked about the absence of men? Sometimes we, we, we get the idea that when there's not a whole lot of men there, we can't do nothing. Lydia said, fooey on that. Amen. Hey, hey, uh, 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 just because they ran off, ran off all the men, that don't stop nothing. And, and, and we got to get to the point, I'm trying to encourage you women, amen, stop sitting up, amen, thinking you got to have a man in order to get ahead. Amen. That's a lie. Amen. Lydia says you can be successful with your own business Amen. And it don't have to be a man in the picture. Hallelujah. Start talking about what you don't have. And start asking God to bless what you do have. Hallelujah. She had a big house. Amen. And, and where she could invite at least four of them in and accommodate them. And notice what she said. If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come stay at my house. And I want you to know that the church that got established at Philippi had its start at Lydia's house. Hallelujah. I say the church that got established at Philippi had its start at Lydia's house. My God. Let's, let's, let's move on. Lydia, who uh, was Asiatic, derived her name from the country on the borders uh, of which her native city, Theodora, was situated. Uh, her name was not a Greek name. It was probably Phoenician. And uh, it was a common name that meant bending or flexible. Uh, the scriptures do not supply us any information regarding Lydia's background apart from the fact that she was from the city of Theodora and uh, was one of them, which was one of the Macedonian uh, colonies. Amen. Lydia was a prominent woman. I wonder do we have any, amen, prominent women uh, in the house. I, I, I believe, the, you, you remember I've, I've said this before, I believe that the devil is still mad at Eve. 
Amen. Because the seed of the woman is going to bruise his head. And, and, and I believe that uh, the enemy uh, has a war against women. And and, 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 and and there's some times when he remembers and he likes to take it out on women and, 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 and make you feel bad and make you go through some things. But uh, he don't want you to wake up to the fact of who you really are. Lydia was one of the prominent women of Thyatira. Amen. And, 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 and uh, she's presented uh, in the scriptures. Amen. First of all, she's presented as a businesswoman. Amen. I've talked about the dyes uh, that, uh, and, and how unique uh, the purple dye was that came from that region. Amen. Lydia was a well-known seller of this product. And Lydia typifies a successful businesswoman in a prosperous city. She was successful. She was already successful. You know what? Sometimes when we see folk that are already successful, uh, we have a tendency to draw back and think that they don't need Jesus. But I'm here to tell you, amen, I don't care whether they are on skid row, amen, or whether they are in Ladue. Everybody needs Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus. She was successful in business, but there was something, amen, that drew her to the true and living God. That's why she was there for prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. She was a businesswoman. Lydia was an example, amen, of a comparatively independent, uh, the comparatively independent position that women obtain in Asia Minor. That she became prosperous in business is seen that she owned her own spacious homes and had servants to care for her. Amen. Not only was Lydia a businesswoman, Lydia was a devout woman. I've already talked about, amen, she was a God worshiper. Amen. She worshiped God. Amen. Often uh, business people get so engrossed in their business affairs that they think that they have no time for God. Amen. Some people think that in order to be successful, I got to put all my time in, in, in my business endeavors and, 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 and leave God with the crumbs. But I'm here to tell you, not so. Not so. Amen. If you want to really be blessed. Amen. I know some folk that uh, they put all their time into their business and, 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 and stack money on top of money. Amen. But they don't have a foundation in God. And when they get to where they think they're going, it crumbles. Amen. It crumbles in divorce. It crumbles in addiction. It crumbles with bad, amen, decisions. Amen. But the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. She was a devout woman. Amen. Daily, she made her way to the riverside, amen, uh, where prayer was, amen, to be had. Uh, 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 I don't know about you, but everybody needs Jesus. Amen. Not only was she a devout woman, but she was a seeking woman. Although sincerely religious, Lydia was not a Christian. She did, however, have a hunger for a deeper, deeper spiritual experience. Amen. Uh, uh, 
The best she knew was what Judaism was, 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 was uh, purported. And she recognized a, uh, uh, living in a Gentile world, uh, uh, Thyatira and, and was a multicultural city. Prosperous, uh, but it was a city uh, uh, of idolatry. And uh, uh, even in the, even in, uh, and there were many guilds, uh, what we would call unions today, they had what they call guilds. Uh, they had uh, leather working guilds and uh, they had uh, wool producing guilds and there was business and industry and commerce that was going on. Mm -hmm. uh, there was various ethnic groups that were going on uh, 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 where, 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 where she operated. Amen. But even in the midst of a multicultural environment, amen, Lydia, amen, was a woman that was seeking after, amen, the true and living God. She recognized that with all of her success, that something was still missing. And so she was open for a deeper spiritual experience. Amen. And her faith Amen. Her faith was born through the hearing of the word of God. You know, the Bible talks about faith coming by hearing yes. and hearing by the word of God. Right. And, 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 and uh, I'm talking about Lydia, but let me say something about Paul. Amen. Uh, when Paul went by the river and saw that small group of women, he could have gotten discouraged and said, oh, it's just a bunch of women. Amen. I, I ain't going to even waste my time. This is not fertile ground to try to, to try to build something. They ain't got enough men. Amen. Paul could have gotten discouraged. Amen. And, 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 and walked away. But, amen, he was obedient to what God told him to do. And shared the gospel with a small group of women. And there was a certain woman. Hallelujah. There was a certain woman in the midst. Yes. I'm wondering, is there a certain woman in the midst today? Yes. Here at Bethel. Yes. Amen. And the brothers, we're going to do some things to try to get some more brothers. But we're not going to let that be an excuse yes. for not doing what God say do. And, and, and it's interesting to me uh, uh, that uh, I believe, amen, while we're looking for some brothers, there could be a certain woman in the midst that God wants to use to help establish and uphold the church. Her faith was born through the hearing of the word of God. Psalms 119 and 18 say, open my eyes. That I may see wondrous things from your law. Psalms 119, 130. The entrance of your word gives light. And it gives understanding to the simple. Amen. I'm here to tell you the word works. You all hear me? Amen. The word of God works. Don't get discouraged because, amen, the crowd might be small. Don't get discouraged because it might not be a lot of men, amen, or a lack of men. Don't get discouraged, amen. You never know there might be a certain woman in the midst. Hallelujah. And then when Lydia, amen, became a Christian woman, 
Amen. She became a Christian woman after, amen, receiving the word of God as evidence in her surrender to the claims of Christ. Amen. She was baptized with water. And, and, and her conversion uh, to Christ was declared. Amen. She made a public confession. Amen. With such enthusiasm. She didn't try to be a secret saint. A lot of times people with position and, and, and prestige and connections and what have you, a lot of times uh, they don't want to be associated with this noisy group. Amen. They don't want to be associated with this Christian band. I don't know about you, but I'm not ashamed. Amen. I'm not ashamed. Amen. What do the songwriters say? Amen. I'm one of them today. Hallelujah. One of them today. And as such, amen, with, with, with her conversion and public confession, her enthusiasm, amen, uh, uh, Lydia became the first convert to the gospel in Europe. The first European convert to the gospel was a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple. Hallelujah. And I believe that when God was saying, no, don't, don't take it to Asia right now. Uh, don't take it to Ephesus right now. Uh, when God was directing Paul and, and the company of men that was with him, amen, God knew uh, that uh, there was a need to open the door to the West. And that, that gospel that, 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 that started uh, in the Middle East, that uh, when the door was opened to the West, amen, he knew the impact and the effect yeah. when the gospel came to the West that was going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, amen, Lydia could say, you know what, I, amen, I'm number one. And there might be a lot of others, but, amen, there'll never be a number one. Amen. Lydia's able to say, I was first. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I was first. You know what, sometimes the, the, the Bible talks about the last will be first and the first will be last. Amen. Uh, there have been many great men and great uh, 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 church fathers and, 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 and uh, 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 you know, towering uh, men that uh, have been impacted by the gospel. But, but Lydia said, I'm number one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not only was she a Christian woman, but amen, Lydia was a, a hospitable woman. Yeah. When God saved her, amen, when God saved her, God, and, 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 and I, God opened her heart. God opened her heart yes. to hear what Paul was preaching. Mm -hmm. yes. and, and notice what she said. If you judge me faithful to the Lord. Uh, see, my mind works a certain way. You remember I said it was a lack of men? Some of the men had been run off. Just women there praying. Uh, one thought, and it's probably a carnal thought, but one thought came across my mind was that uh, with the lack of men being there uh, uh, in that area, Jewish men, uh, uh, some of those women might have been desperate. You know how women can get sometimes when there's a lack of meat. And uh, some of those women could have been looking when Paul and company uh, came thinking, 
Wow, men. <laughs> men of God. You know, and, 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 and uh, the carnal mind can say, well, maybe it was the influence and, 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 and they were just impressed that there were some men that came to pray. But, but Lydia in her testimony clears it up. Uh, uh, she clears it up. She's not, she's not about any funny business or anything like that. She, in, in her testimony, notice what she said. If you have judged me faithful. Okay. To who? To the Lord. Amen. You see, this ain't a man thing or a woman thing. Amen. This ain't getting, you know, this ain't, this, you know, and, and the way some uh, 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 try to build up ministries, they try to build it on their personalities and their charisma and so forth and so on. Amen. But, 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 but that's, that's not what it's about. It's about being faithful to the Lord. She said, if you judge me faithful to the Lord, uh, you can come stay at my house. And I got a big enough house, amen, where uh, uh, you'll be comfortable. You, and, 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 and the Bible said uh, uh, that she extended hospitality, amen, uh, uh, in her home. And uh, so she was a uh, hospitable woman. Yes. Amen. Lydia's saving uh, transformation was evidence in her eagerness uh, to give Paul and his company uh, the hospitality of her fine home. Amen. Lydia had, and, 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 and after that, amen, after that experience, I told you how that uh, the church of Philippi was established, started out as a, as a, as a church that got started in her home. And, and Lydia always had an open house for the saints of God. And her home became the center of Christian fellowship in Philippi. And was perhaps the first Christian church being formed therein. When I think of the impact that Lydia had, uh, in and, and uh, if you read a little further in that chapter, what you'll find out is that when Paul left uh, to go back to prayer uh, after uh, setting up headquarters at Lydia's house, there was a woman young woman that had the spirit of divination that began to follow him and cry after him and said, these be men of God who will come to bring uh, the word of salvation. And, 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 and uh, she was a slave girl who uh, the owners used her, uh, her, her gift, uh, uh, not gift, but uh, the spirit of divination that was on her, they used it to make money. And uh, she followed Paul and, 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 and company around and just kept announcing, these are men of God who have come to bring the word of salvation. And, and the Bible said after many days, Paul got vexed. Now, what she was saying was true. They were men of God who had come to bring the message of salvation. But sometimes when the devil's even telling the truth, you don't want... Uh, your witness to be the devil. Right. Anybody listening to me? A woman has been uh, doing fortune telling and soothsaying and so forth and so on. And, 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 and eventually, Paul recognized the source 
of, 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 uh, of, of her knowledge. She was saying the right thing, but she was operating with the wrong spirit. God, I pray again uh, that we have a resurgence of the gift of, of discernment of spirits. Because I believe that there are many that get caught up and their folk that are, what they're saying sounds good, but the source of it is not good. And we need to recognize the source. Paul recognized the source and he cast that spirit of divination out of her. When he cast that spirit of divination out of her, uh, her owners saw that uh, the money making ability that she had once had for them was gone. And they went to the rulers uh, of that town and complained and, and, and said, these, these men are Jews, they come here, they're causing trouble. They're, they're, they're doing some stuff that uh, they shouldn't be. They were mad because they lost the ability to, to take advantage of that young girl for, for profit. And they stirred up the magistrates and stirred up the town to the point that they had Paul and Silas whipped, beaten publicly, and cast into the inner prison. You all know the story, but at midnight. Hallelujah. Paul and Silas sang and gave praises to God. And the prisoners heard. In other words, they weren't quiet with it. Amen. Uh, uh, and, 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 and the Bible said that an earthquake shook the jail. That's the same city. Earthquake shook the jail. Doors open. Amen. Uh, the keeper of the, uh, of the, of, of the uh, prisoner uh, thinking that they escaped is about to kill himself. Amen. Out of, the, out of the prison cell, Paul cries out, do yourself no harm. We're still here. Hallelujah. Oh, talk about being ever ready to preach the gospel. Amen. Some of us, if they would have beat us and put us in stocks and threw us in the, in the prison, as soon as the door swung open, we've been out of that. Amen. We've been out of that. Paul said, do yourself no harm. We're still here. I wonder how he knew that he needed to stay there. We're still here. Amen. The prisoner asked for light. Amen. Goes in and, and, and brings them out and, 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 and washes their wounds and takes them to his house. And, 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 and they share the gospel with him. And he and his whole house get saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Later on, they're released. Amen. And, and when they get released, they go back to Lydia's house. And they, 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 they share some things with Lydia. So uh, the beginnings, the early beginnings of the Philippian church, amen, it started out with a woman that was a seller of purple named Lydia. Amen. I believe that uh, uh, she got joined by a former uh, uh, slave girl that was a diviner, had a spirit of divination that got delivered. And then a jailer, amen, uh, who, had, who had formerly beat the apostles, amen, and found Christ. Uh, uh, when God shook the doors of the jail open. And that was the nucleus of the church at Philippi. Hallelujah. My God. What a wonder. What a wonder. And... What I think about as I uh, get ready to close, amen, uh, in a few moments, what I'm thinking about 
was that uh, when Paul wrote back to the church of what we call Philippians, when Paul wrote back to them, Uh, in Philippians 1, I believe that some of what Paul said in that letter was specifically for Lydia. Mm -hmm. In Philippians 1 and 1, it says, Paul and Timothy, bond servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ who are in Philippi, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Always in every prayer of mine. Making requests for you all with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel. From the first day until now. Who's he talking to? When he says the first day, he's talking to Lydia. Right. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ, just as is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart. Inasmuch as both in my chains and in my defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me of grace. Hallelujah. He remembered Lydia. And the last verse that I want to I want to talk about uh, when uh, Paul wrote. In the book of Romans, in Romans uh, 12, chapter verses 10 through 11, uh, he says there, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another. And then here in verse 11, verse 11, not lagging in diligence, fervent in the spirit and serving the Lord. Not lagging in diligence. In other words, uh, faithful in business. You hear what I said there? Faithful in business. Not lacking in diligence. Fervent in the spirit. Serving the Lord. Those three characteristics right there Sounds like he's talking about Lydia. And with Lydia in his mind, he's saying, we ought to be like her. Amen. I hope you got something from the word of the Lord today. Amen. Lydia, a woman that was different.